Welcome. We are on day four. (laughs) Hopefully our listening skills are improving dramatically already. Yesterday, the invitation was to really listen to the world and people around you and listen from that place where all of our dials, where we take our own personal response, our need to respond, our reactions, all of that to what we're hearing, and we turn those dials way down so that we could simply just listen and gather and understand the information coming to us. And I even invited you to think of yourselves as machines. And I said yesterday, I don't really like thinking of ourselves as machines, but here's why that works is it allows us to just be in that place without putting all of our own stuff in the middle of it. So we tend to think of machines as not having any kind of heart and soul or any kind of belief system, right? When we play with listening from that place where our belief systems and all of those kinds of things aren't in the middle of the information, we can simply receive the information. And then there's a place, there's a time when we then can pull up those beliefs and everything else and hold it up to that information. But what happens right now with the way most of us listen is we never even actually get the information to then hold up our own beliefs and experiences and all those things too. And we're already pushing information away before we even have it, which means we aren't receiving the information. We're not actually understanding. We're not, we're missing an opportunity to both create some kind of connection and understanding with the person across from us, but we're also missing an opportunity to create some new connection and understanding within ourselves. One of my favorite books And I need to go back and entirely reread this book right now. But it's called The Four Agreements, and it's by Don Miguel Ruiz. And this book keeps coming up lately. It has for well before all of the world that we're living in right now started, probably for the last six to nine months, this this book keeps coming up a lot for people around me and for myself. And so... uh, What's interesting is I hadn't thought about listening from this point of view until some experiences that I've been having this week. And one of Don Miguel's agreements, his second agreement is don't take anything personally. First time I read this book, (laughs) I wasn't listening well. I was just all my stuff was like, what? are you kidding of course that's personal and of course and I had all of those blocks to hearing and listening to what he was saying in this book and it took me a very long time to start being open to understanding what he had to say what's ironic to me is as we're exploring listening and as I'm exploring listening with you this is coming back in a huge way. And I'm starting to understand this on an even bigger and different level than I did just last week. What he talks about in here 
And I highly invite you to get this book and, and spend some time in it and with it. But what he talks about here is how we take things personally when they are said, because on some level we agree with them. So his example is, um, or one of the examples he uses when he talks about this is, if I see you on the street and I say, hey, you're so stupid without knowing you. It's not about you, it's about me. If you take it personally, then perhaps you believe you're stupid. Maybe you think to yourself, how does he know? Is he clairvoyant? Can everybody see how stupid I am? You take it personally because you agree with whatever was said. As soon as you agree, the poison goes through you and you're trapped in the dream of hell. What causes you to be trapped in is what we call personal importance. Personal importance or taking things personally is the maximum expression of selfishness because we make the assumption that everything is about me. Think about it. How often when we are listening, the primary lens that we are putting that listening through is what does this have to do with me? This is about me. What, what, how do I want to respond to this? The list goes on and on of the ways that we put it through this filter of self-importance. And when we're putting what other people are trying to communicate with us through our filter of self-importance, we aren't hearing what they are saying. We aren't understanding their experience, their story, because we are putting it through our own filter of self-importance. He goes on to talk about things that uh, when we do take things personally, we tend to feel offended and our reaction, our immediate reaction tends to be to defend ourselves and create conflicts. So that person walking on the street who tells us we're stupid, some part of us believes it, some other part of us doesn't want to believe it. And that part gets, I'm not stupid, what are you talking? And we start creating this whole thing from that instead of just hey there was some information that just passed by think of I, the way I like to visualize where I'm going with this is to almost think of Neo in the Matrix and even if you haven't seen the movie you've probably seen the scene where everything slows down and these bits and pieces bullets and things are flying past and he's just kind of like a ninja warrior and literally moving and letting them fly past him. What we can do when we listen well and when we listen without our own self-importance in the middle of it is we can pick and choose the parts and pieces of what someone is sharing that we do want to bring within us. And we can let the rest of them fly by. But if we aren't listening to understand, if we aren't listening from a place that takes that filter of self-importance and puts it aside, there's all kinds of really powerful, beneficial things that we are going to miss in the process. He talks about not taking anything personally, the good stuff or the bad stuff. It's all just information. It's all just out there. And he also talks about how our minds 
are pretty powerful places. Um, but it kind of works against us. So he talks about how the mind can also talk and listen to itself. The mind is divided as your body is divided. Just as you can say, I have one hand and I can shake my other hand and feel the other hand, the mind can talk to itself. Part of the mind is speaking and the other part is listening. It's a big problem when a thousand parts of your mind are all speaking at the same time. This is called a metote, remember? The metote can be compared to a huge marketplace where thousands of people are talking and bartering at the same time. Each one has different thoughts and feelings, each one a different point of view. Take a minute and think about that. So part of this is just going on in your mind, whether you're listening to anybody or anything else or not. That's already happening. And then you go and you are listening to somebody else or a group of people. And now you have them and their voices as well. And all those other voices in your mind are all coming up with their own points of view based on what they're hearing and wanting to respond. It doesn't work very well. It's hard to hear anybody in a marketplace like that, right? <laughs> so he talks about, okay, each one has different thoughts and feelings. Each one has a different point of view. The programming in the mind, all of those agreements we have made are not necessarily compatible with each other. Every agreement is like a separate living being. It has its own personality and its own voice. There are conflicting agreements that go against other agreements and on and on until it becomes a big war in the mind. The metote is the reason humans hardly know what they want, how they want it, or when they want it. They don't agree with themselves because there are parts of the mind that want one thing and other parts that want exactly the opposite. Some part of the mind has objections to certain thoughts and actions, and another part supports the actions of the opposing thoughts. All these little living beings create inner conflict because they're alive and they each have a voice. Only by making an inventory of our agreements will we uncover all the conflicts in the mind and eventually make order out of the chaos of the matote, of our insides. And when we do that, when we're willing to take in this information, when we're willing to listen and understand, my belief is that becomes almost a litmus test. It becomes an opportunity for us to grow and to learn and to clean up our insides. Do I really believe this? Do I really want this? Is this really how I see the world? And as we grow, as we learn, those agreements, those ideas are going to change. Sometimes we get stuck in what we chose two years ago or 10 years ago or what our ancestors chose or what somebody else told us we should choose. And the beauty is we get to choose. And when we listen well to the world around us, to the people around us, we open up our ability to learn and to grow. And then the last thought I just want to share with you on this today is that when we do this, 
when we take our selfishness and our personal importance out of things when we listen, when we don't take things personally, so we can just hear what's being said, we learn to trust ourselves. We learn to trust our own ability to discern what is in front of us and to choose what we really want, to choose what we want to work with. And in this process, we start needing to trust other people the way we do now. We start, we start putting our trust in ourselves in the number one position. And other people's voices become information rather than truth. Other people's voices become something that we use, whether that information is good, bad, negative, great, whatever that information is, doesn't matter. It's just information. And that information is something we can work with to grow and show up to the world as better human beings because we're getting clear within ourselves. We trust ourselves. We know what works for ourselves. And all those other voices, all those other agreements that we made because of what we were told we should believe or what what we experienced in one situation or whatever those things might have been, we get to clear them out so they aren't filtering our world in ways that prevent us from creating a really amazing, awesome world moving forward. So the invitation today is to notice what you are taking personally, to really start looking at that filter and noticing when you are reacting from that place of self-importance, when you are reacting from that place of defending yourself, when you are reacting from that and to just simply notice that. And you might have noticed it yesterday as you were doing that exercise. You might have noticed that there were moments where it was really hard to just let that information show up because some part of you was bubbling up inside listening to it. So today is all about noticing that side, noticing that part of you that wants to respond, that is taking that information personally, and just love that part of you, accept that part of you, become more aware of that part of you, and see what happens. When that part of you starts showing up, remind that part of you, hey, this is just information. We don't have to defend ourselves. We don't have to do anything with this right now. But let's look at it. Let's understand it. Let's see what this maybe means for us. And we are going to know what to do with it. It's okay. It's information. And the simple act of listening to other people's experiences and stories and beliefs it's transformative for them the power and the beauty of being truly listened to and heard and understood and for ourselves because we gain 
new information, new perspectives, new understanding, not only about the people around us, but about ourselves. That's powerful stuff. (laughs) That's transformation creating stuff. And when we're willing to listen to other people this way, when we are willing to be an example of this, we create something pretty powerful and we give other people the opportunity to do the same. It's definitely worth exploring and playing with and and just, again, continuing to see how people respond to you, what changes, what starts to transform when you are listening this way. And so today, your invitation is to really be hyper aware of that me filter. (laughs) Okay, what does this have to do with me? What should I be getting upset about here? What should I be reacting to? How does this not fit with my ideas of the world or my company or where I want things to go? All those kinds of things. Just um, let those go when you're listening. And it's not that those, again, we'll talk about this more tomorrow. It's not that your beliefs and your understanding and all of those things don't fit in somewhere. We're not putting ourselves entirely aside here. What we are doing, though, is listening with an open mind and an open heart and recognizing that this is just information and I am the one who decides what information I take in somewhere and spend some time with, what information I use to transform my own beliefs, what information doesn't align with me. And therefore, I'm going to leave that behind. And some of that you'll do naturally, as you're listening, even being super aware of the filter. But when we're aware of the filter, what happens is we aren't using that to block information. We're not using it to stop information that might make a massive difference, not just uh, for you, but for the person or people that you are communicating with. So today, focus on this. Really notice when that filter starts rearing up. Invite it to go away and just notice information. It's all you're going to do. And notice when that filter wants to show up and work with it, play with it, to put that away and just see how that feels to listen from this other place. That's it. <laughs> it's not easy. Uh, most of the time, it's not that easy. But the more we're aware of it, the easier it gets. Awesome. Okay, we'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Have an awesome day. Listen well, and we'll finish up tomorrow. Thank you.